Hey everybody, I'm Angela and welcome back to the Mood Board Podcast. I'm excited today to have the senior home editor for Good Housekeeping Magazine, Monique Valeras. I have admired Monique's career for several years now. I have followed a lot of her work, read quite a bit of her articles. So I was really excited when I asked her to come on the show and she said yes. Um, What's been so great, I think, about listening and watching Monique is that there's so few Black women that have really made it in a lot of these editorial spaces and gotten to senior levels of positions in terms of editorial writing. Um, So I was really excited to talk to Monique about what has her journey been um, in the interior design industry and how has she been able to be so successful. So for those of you who are listening, for those of you who are going, man, that's one of my dream jobs, definitely listen to what Monique is telling you. I think there's some really valuable information in our conversation. Secondly, as you guys already know, I am all about what is trending this summer right now. What are people talking about? So Monique and I kind of dig into what is going on with Good Housekeeping right now. What are some of their focuses on, you know, one, being a first-time homebuyer, how to help people do things on a budget, how to have flexible spaces in their home. So tons of fun new things that Good Housekeeping Magazine is working on right now. Be sure to check out the July August issue that is on stands right now um, to get some very valuable advice and kind of help you manage what's going on, especially if you're a new first-time homebuyer like me, um, figuring out what to do next. Many people have been asking me, how can they support my business? And let me tell you, if you're listening to this podcast, you are already on the right path. So just make sure that you subscribe and share it with your friends and family. But a second thing you can do is sign up for my Skillshare class, The Art of Styling Your Room, How to Create a Mood Board. In less than 15 minutes, you will have all the tools you need to begin to design your dream space. I will also provide feedback on Skillshare and share students' work on my Instagram feed. So on that note, let's get started with the show. Monique, welcome to the Mood Board Podcast. I'm super excited to have you on. I know you are a very busy lady, so I appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to talk with me today. I think one of the things I just wanted to dig in with first time, you know, we have first time listeners on here. You know, what is your role at Good Housekeeping and how would you really describe the aesthetic? Sure. So first of all, thanks so much for having me. I really enjoy listening to your podcast. So it's such a treat to be a guest today. Um, So I'll start by just sharing that, you know, Good Housekeeping is such an iconic brand. It's a 135-year-old legacy brand. You know, we like to say that home is life's headquarters. So we're all about um, making women's lives easier, more stylish, helping women to live smarter, which is something that I personally uh, always like to um, use advice on, take advice on. And so, you know, this doesn't mean, you know, breaking the bank. So we're all about DIYs to spruce up your home, quick tips on preparing weeknight meals. I mean, we really do cover it all. Um, and, you know, we're also backed by the Good Housekeeping Institute, Angela. I don't know if you're familiar with the Institute. I'm not. So what is the Good Housekeeping Institute? 
Sure. So we have a team of experts and scientists, and they test so many different products, ranging mm -hmm. from bedding to beauty, and they really just make sure that they live up to their claims. So that's something that we're really proud of. I think it really sets us apart from the competition, and you know, we're really proud of the work that they're doing. And recently we launched a membership program. It's called GH Plus. And there are all sorts of perks that you get as a member. Um, in addition to a subscription to the magazine, of course, you can um, you know, enjoy product testing opportunities, invites to virtual events, um, unlimited access to the content on our website, and so, so much more. So it's a great opportunity um, and we're really excited about it. And I'll be honest, I feel like, especially with this past year with COVID, I have been going to Good Housekeeping a lot more because I have recognized things in my house don't function the way they used to be for. I mean, we have used our dishwasher to death. We've used yeah. our refrigerator to death, like our appliances, how to clean things, how to maintain things. Same here. That fit the budget. You know, I it's think hard. more than ever, people are like, I need to buy new stuff. I need things that are more durable. And I think good housekeeping has always just been like a fantastic resource to kind of be like, help me, what do I have in my home? And like, is this even worth it or not? <laughs> I appreciate that. I mean, I'm in the same boat. And I think that's really um, my charge as the senior home editor. Um, we really want to deliver content that is timely and that really just suits the way that our readers are living now. Um, the perfect example is we did a feature on multi-purpose living rooms, as, as you just mentioned. Um, you know, just the idea of these flex spaces. Like I personally, during the pandemic, use my living room to exercise, to get my daughter through remote learning, to take Zoom calls. I mean, it just had to perform in so many different ways and we really wanted to inspire our audience to rethink those types of multi-purpose spaces in their homes and just make them comfortable and stylish. So that's the type of content um, that I work on for both print and digital in my role. And it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Like every day, um, yeah, is different for me. I could be, you know, trying to pinpoint a house tour for an upcoming issue. And the next I'm on camera sharing some of the design tips that I've learned from professionals over the years. So it's a fun mix and a well-rounded role that I'm enjoying. You're like, you're always busy. There's always plenty to talk about when it comes to home. So I'm okay. gonna move to our second question. You know, what has been your journey as a senior home editor in the interior design industry? You know, what has been your process? Give us a little bit of your background. Sure. So I started out in corporate communications and PR. So I was handling everything from writing press releases and executive bios to preparing editors for TV segments. And at that time, you know, it was a great experience, but I realized that I wanted to be on the other side. Like I wanted mm. to, um, I didn't want to be behind the scenes anymore. I wanted to be the one um, crafting stories, doing the storytelling, being in front of the camera and just sharing, um, you know, expertise and some of the design tips that I've learned. And so at that moment I transitioned to um, becoming a freelance lifestyle writer. So I snagged bylines on a ton of different sites and eventually um, landed at El Decor where I managed the editorial content for the brand's website. 
and moved over to Good Housekeeping about a year and a half ago. And, you know, right now I work on both print and digital. It's such a fun mix, as I mentioned. And, you know, I'm just looking forward to continuing to produce um, great home content for the magazine. Yeah, and I think it's interesting too. Like, I think there is sort of a time, kind of when you're in the industry where you, you do sort of decide, like, do I like being behind the scenes or do I want to be in front of it? You know what I mean? But you do definitely kind of hit that crossroads. You're like, do I want to do this part? I feel exactly. like me, I'm still, I'm still in the crossroads. It just depends on the day. I like yeah, to yeah. a little bit more, <laughs> but then people are like, why aren't you in the front? And I'm like, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, you have to know yourself. And I think, um, you know, that's just the beauty of life, just being comfortable with pivoting and making that change, knowing your strengths and weaknesses and just leaning into those. So um, it's been a fun ride so far. I'm definitely um, looking forward to remaining in the editorial space yeah. um, and I'm really enjoying it. Thank you so much for listening to the Mood Board Podcast. My mom's kicking off spring and summer series all around the stories of home renovations. And boxes are stacked up all around the living room. This podcast has listeners in over 13 countries and almost has 10,000 listens. So thank you for actually clicking on this podcast and make sure to share it with all your friends and family. Okay, mom, I'm done now. let's go to our next question. So I think you and I both know there aren't a lot of black women who are in the interior design industry. And I would say certainly at your level of being a senior home editor, that is definitely a rarity. So I really wanted to talk about, you know, how have you managed to thrive in the industry? Um, what have been some maybe key takeaways for other listeners that have really made you successful? So Angela, I'm sure you would agree and affirm this, but you really cannot get around hard work. Like I'm big on, um, you know, having a strong work ethic, like that comes first. Um, once you have down, being proactive, being vocal in meetings, sharing ideas whenever you have them, not being afraid to speak up. Um, coming up with a solution to a problem that you've noticed at work and even networking. I mean, all of those things um, have really helped me to advance in my career. And, you know, you know, you've been in this business for a while, like you really have to have a thick skin. I mean, you know, we're in a racist world. It's our reality. Um, honestly, a lot of times um, some people haven't had any meaningful relationships with black women like us throughout their entire life. Yeah. So just um, being comfortable, like being the only one in the room. Um, you know, that's been my story for years and years. Yes, it angers me, but at the same time, um, you know, I have a thick skin and I've learned to manage and get through. Um, so, you know, sometimes you're going to encounter like microaggressions during your career. Um, you might be overlooked for certain opportunities, but that has never stopped me. Like I try to be assertive and just go after whatever it is I want in my career. So that would be my advice. Yeah, I love it. And I think it is super important to like, not to make yourself feel small in a room. I, I remember when I was much younger and I was interning, at, not interning, but I was working at room and board and trying to become a visual merchandiser. And I remember I had another coworker with me and he was a black male and he was always saying, 
I work really hard, but nobody notices it. And I was like, why don't you speak up? Like, you know, like that was always yeah. my, my MO. It's so I was like, true. I'm like, look what I did. Look what I did. You know? And he's like, yeah. that's my way. And I'm like, but you're not going to get it. You've just, you've Exactly. Nobody is going to know and acknowledge you. Yes. Yeah, nobody's going to know and acknowledge you if you don't, um, you know, let people know what you're working on. And I think even at Good Housekeeping, we all like celebrating each other's wins. It's a very collaborative environment. So, you know, there's no reason not to um, share, you know, projects that you're excited about, ideas that you have. I think it's good for the business. It's good for your own personal development as an editor, professional. Um, so, you know, I definitely would encourage people to consider that in whatever job they're in right now. Absolutely. So my next question is, what do you love so much about the editorial part of interior design that has kept you passionate about it for so long? I think for design, I mean, you know this, I feel like um, you really have to find a fresh way to report on a topic that's been covered a million times over. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, that's what keeps it exciting for me. Like, you know, as a content creator, like you have to stay on top of design trends, you're connecting with professional designers. Um, I like to travel, hopefully we get to do more of that that's now so that, cool. you know, everything's opening up and that tends to inspire me. Um, staying abreast of what's happening um, in the social space. Like design is a very visual business. So I'm often, you know, scrolling through Instagram, looking for new design influencers and projects that inspire me that could possibly lend itself to a story um, in our magazine or on our website. So all of those things, I think, um, you know, keeps this role um, really engaging for me. And, you know, I just love design. Like it's a business that I've, um, you know, been excited about for a very, very long time. Yeah, and I think people don't always understand from the outside. They're like, aren't you tired of it? They're like, it's been like 15 years. I'm like, no. I'm like, there's so Never. much to uncover. I'm like, I mean, there's a house, it's an apartment. Now we have COVID. I'm like, now there's like so many different <laughs> ways to like view the space when a new lens. I'm like, I'm not bored at all. Plenty it's to so talk true. about. <laughs> yeah, like the possibilities are really endless. I mean, I'll give you one quick example. I was like scrolling through Instagram one day and came across this great lifestyle blogger, Anime Grows. She's based in Cincinnati. I mean, she's all about DIYs. Um, she had this build a great property that she really made her own. I mean, she installed installed like board and batten walls, um, you know, kind of adhered to like this black and white palette that just yeah made the space look so beautiful and pulled it together. And so I reached out to her and asked to feature her home mm -hmm. in our January, February issue. And it worked out. It's absolutely beautiful. And that's just, you know, one example of how, um, you know, we discover um, new people and, you know, introduce new voices into the magazine. I agree. I do think Instagram has definitely been like that new, like third eye opening now for social media of just like people you can find and yeah. now that like you know, now that you can like create folders within Instagram, like I have so many folders of, like podcast interview, inspired, travel, here. I'm like, oh my god, I'm like I love this person. Like, <laughs> this like a whole new level of interior design I haven't thought about. <laughs> It's awesome. I mean, you can spend hours and hours, and I certainly have. I mean, I love Instagram. It's definitely a source of inspiration for me. Absolutely. I'm like, I just need our algorithm to freshen up. 
because when I love someone, oh, yeah. then I'm like, well, okay, I love them, but like, who else is out there? I'm like, just give me a little bit more. It's so true. Yeah, they need to rework that a little bit. We need to put in that request, Angela. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, just a little bit more. So one of my last questions for you is just, what's new on the horizon right now for good housekeeping, you know, with the summer season? What do you see right now that's trending for people? Sure. So I have to say that I just worked on this fun home buying package for our site. So it's essentially a guide for first time home buyers. So we break down every step of the process from, you know, getting pre-approved to handling the closing. You know, I spoke with um, just regular people who went through the process recently, also tapped into some seasoned real estate experts to get their advice. And so that's something that, you know, I'm really excited about right now. Um, we're also in awards land at Good Housekeeping. We've had our betting awards, healthy snack awards, organizing awards. And so, you know, I mentioned the Institute earlier, but, you know, they test a lot of the products um, within these categories, along with some of our editors on the team. And we also invite um, just real consumers to test some of these products, bring you like the best of the best across a range of product categories. Um, another thing I worked on is this great um, sponsored video project for Rocket Mortgage. So, you know, this Brooklyn couple, they just purchased their first apartment, they were expecting, and they needed some help sprucing up their kitchen and dining areas. So I was able to come in, help them with picking out decor, organizing products, and really help to pull their space together. It was a full day shooting in Brooklyn. The couple was lovely. Um, we settled on like peel and stick wallpaper for their kitchen cabinets. We revamped their dining table with like a great patterned runner, greenery, um, and really also upgraded their bar cart and, you know, their space turned out great. So that was um, a really fun project to work on. I mean, Angela, we're, there's just like no shortage of product projects in my role. Like it's so much fun and um, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing um, our content evolve in the months ahead. And, you know, even in the summer, we're thinking about holiday. Like right now we're focused on Halloween decorating and thinking about Thanksgiving and Christmas. So it really never ends, but, you know, it keeps it all fun. Which is crazy. And I will say, I think the topic is so timely for first time homebuyers. We just bought a house about six months ago and now we're Congrats. getting a home tour. Thank you. And like I said, and yeah. we're not expecting a baby on top of all of that. Oh, my story in there, Angela. There's a story <laughs> in there for us. <laughs> but there's just so much. Like, I, I feel like that story of what you did with them and going like, what do I do? I still want my house to come together. I have a baby. I want to get the, you know, there's so much in that. And there's so many people right now who have bought new houses or are still looking in the market. And it's so competitive. Just it to get is. tips and advice, I felt like even for us, I mean, I felt like we, we were in a great situation. We, we worked with our friends to buy a home. Um, it was extremely stressful. It was insane. Yeah. And, you know, when you finally got the keys, you're like, is it real? Am I being punked? We've gone through hurdles. <laughs> I don't know. Did we yeah. not sign something? I feel like totally. all of that guidance is so crucial right now because um, so many people want to move or they just moved. And then it's just, what do you do? Um, and I think for even listeners, it might seem funny, like you're saying that we're talking about Halloween or Christmas, but anybody who's tried to order anything, um, you got to order it now. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, there are de de major delays. And, you know, that's what we try to do at Good Housekeeping. Like, just the idea of decorating, especially if you've moved into a new home, like it can be really overwhelming. And so we want to make it more manageable for people. We're not here to blow your budget. Like we want to offer practical tips that you feel that you can adopt and use. It's not about buying all new furniture. Like we love DIYs. We, you know, often share ways to kind of work with what you have and um you know purchase smart thoughtful pieces that'll really elevate your home so that's yeah. what we're about which is also crucial when you buy the new house I oh yes <laughs> even as a professional i want it all new and then i'm like there's no more cash I've there's no way i know i know you have you have to give it at some point right <laughs> you're like we run out of the dream now i need to get to the reality what do i have i mean How can I make it yeah better? I love a good flea market find. Like, hopefully yeah. that's something I'll be able to do now and again. But I mean, you know, there are definitely ways to find those pieces that speak to your style and, you know, work with your budget. Absolutely. So Monique, that is our interview. Thank you so much for doing this. Um, if Thanks for having me. Absolutely. If any listeners want to like reach out or just like, what are the best ways to get kind of your insight and just like connect with good housekeeping. You can follow me on Instagram. It's just Monique Valeris and Good Housekeeping. Um, you know, we have a great team of editors, our institute experts who produce content just about every single day. So I'd encourage you to follow us on all our platforms and keep up with what we're doing. Yep. Thank you so much again. I want you to enjoy the rest of your week. You too. Thank you so much, Angela. This was so much fun. Well, I hope you really enjoyed that conversation. I know I did. I definitely have some information that I feel like Monique gave me that I'm saving right now in the back of my head for future opportunities. I continue to grow and develop my own career. So I hope you got something out of it as well. Please remember to continue to share and subscribe with your friends and family. This is episode 49, so we are just one away from episode 50, so I'm super excited about that. I also just remind people again, the latest issue of Good Housekeeping Magazine is out on stands right now for July and August, so make sure to check it out, get some great tips and advice from experts, especially for you guys who are first-time home buyers. For anyone out there who's trying to get stuff done on a budget, for those of you who are like, I need some good reviews, Good Housekeeping is great for all three points. So make sure that you go and check it out. All right. Enjoy the rest of your week. All right. Bye-bye.